The Welsh Wire, where talent and business connect in West Michigan. The Welsh Wire features moderator Mike Rogers and professional recruiting expert Sherry Welsh in this weekly podcast. Listen in as leaders from a wide array of small to mid-sized West Michigan companies weigh in and share their experiences and insights on a variety of business topics, including employee retention challenges and recruitment success stories. Hi, this is Mike Rogers with another great Welsh Wire conversation. Now, here's Sherry Welsh. Hello and welcome back to the Welsh Wire. We are so glad that you joined us today. We've got a terrific guest to talk with today, Jean Bolheis. Jean is the Chief Consulting Officer of Kaiser in beautiful Kalamazoo, Michigan. Jean, welcome to the Welsh Wire. Thank you for having me, Sherry. Good to see you again. We go way back, so I'm excited to be here. We do go way back, and it's been so fun to work with you over the years. Jean, tell us a little bit about your role at Kaiser and what, what Kaiser does, for those who don't know. Sure. Thank, yeah, thank you. So Kaiser essentially is, we're an insurance group, but we offer all different um, services, and one of them is HR Consulting. So relative to that area, uh, I'm in that seat working with companies, businesses, HR people, C-suite, individuals, pretty much anybody that has a need uh, to really grow their people and their business. And they're looking for opportunities and solutions to do that in the world of HR. And so it's an exciting opportunity. I feel blessed to do it. I'm excited every day to wake up and work with our clients and, and help in that way. And it's everything from leadership to, to training to compliance, engagement, um, friendship, you name it, we do it. Um, and it's different for every client. So uh, it's a really good time to be able to, to help people because it, it's been challenging year for sure, especially in the world of HR. Oh my gosh, it has been so challenging. And so if you're listening today as a business leader and you're like, oh, two HR people, we're going to talk more HR. It's really going to go beyond that. So stick with us as we talk because what we really want to dial in today is, is to talk about the concept of flexibility. Flexibility has been a key word. I know personally, I have learned to be so much more flexible in the way I operate my business and the way I think and respond. Um, yeah, it's been forced on us, right? But some have responded better than others. And you've seen a lot during this time, Jean. So talk a bit about some of the challenges that you've been helping organizations address um, to stay flexible during the pandemic. Yeah, you know, it's unique, right? We've never been through this before. And I think sometimes as HR professionals, one of one of the things that we strive to do is have the answers. We want to right. take good care of people. And that's, I think, been the biggest challenge uh, that I have seen with our clients and in the HR world is not having the answers because we haven't been here before. And also things are changing, right? So quickly. All the time. Yes. All the time. And so I think that that's probably been one of the biggest challenges uh, particularly when it comes to the regulatory piece. And so um, really being able to help companies address that, right? What's going on with the, you know, the, fam the Family First Coronavirus Response Act? And how do I handle these leaves? And somebody's out sick and do I, can they come back to work? And um, you know, what do I do with unemployment? What do I, I'm gonna lay people off. And each situation is different 
for every case, every client, every employee, but also they haven't been there before. So they don't know and they want to do the right things right. And so you're talking about flexibility, you know, that that's a complete evolution of the HR world and that uh, we're usually we're referencing best practices and there isn't anything to reference here. Right, right. There's (laughs) no one's built a manual for this. No, no. In so many instances, we're flying by the seat of our pants, which is dangerous. And just when you yes. think you've got it dialed in and figure out, then in a couple of days, it changes again. Um, yes. And, you know, no one's been more challenged, I think, in, in organizations than human resource groups I in agree. general. I mean, you and I work with them a lot in yes. what we do. But, you know, in particular, what are you hearing from HR leaders about their personal challenges, the challenges within the group that they manage and lead? You know, I think the biggest thing from my perspective I've seen this past year is kind of the emotional drain on yes. HR. Yeah. You know, because um, most people that are in the field of HR are there to take care of people and keep the human and human resources. And so when you're not able to do that in a meaningful and impactful way with your employees and your people and your business, it takes a toll. It's an emotional drain. Yeah, it does. And that I think I've noticed the most. I have spent more time listening and maybe empathizing and just relating because I've been in, you know, the HRC for 30 plus years and just maybe just being able to have an opportunity to talk through how it's feeling. Right. How do we get to the other side? How do we stay positive for our people? And what are some creative and innovative things that we can do to get there, but also still take good care of ourselves, right? That emotional impact has been, it's been deep rooted. And like, I have never seen in my career. Yeah, it's tremendous. And, you know, I, I did a lot of that right when things first struck is contact a lot of my clients, HR leaders and and leaders and companies just to say, how are you doing? Forget the business we need to do together, but but how are you doing? You know, the old adage, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. I mean, so many people just unleashed. And and later on, it was funny because I even had some people like (laughs) send me an email or call me back and apologize. Like, I'm so sorry I dropped all that on you. And I thought, no, I mean, we're human beings first, right? We need to really care about the state that we're in. And, And HR folks in particular are carrying the weight of this burden for the whole company because they're they're the ones that are being really being asked to deal with the many challenges that are facing the employees on so many levels. So I guess a good recommendation, we can pause right here, Gene, and say a good recommendation for business leaders right now is to say, show some love to your HR people, right? Yes, yes, a hundred percent. And tolerance and grace, like we're trying to do with, you know, everything else, whether it's service, right, or, uh, or other way and businesses that you're interacting with, like, there's just that reminder of that. But yes. for business leaders who have HR people, really just being able to understand that toll it's taking and the stress that it creates and having some empathy and maybe tolerance and grace that you might not have had previously. Right, because, right. You know, so important. Yeah. Cause it's easy yeah. to just, to just get like, you're doing your thing over here. I'm doing my yes. thing over here. We all got our lanes. We got to stay in them. There's so much going on and changing all the time. And, it, and it's really easy to lose sight of how buried yes. HR leaders are getting right now at this point. And, you know, we talk about mental health issues. We talk about taking care of all of our employees, but we got to take care of HR too. Um, Cause yes. those people are, are doing a mighty work for us right now. And, you know, one of the, one of the challenges that, that I've heard too 
um, which just continues. It was happening prior to the pandemic. It continues now, but in strange and unusual ways is, of course, the talent acquisition. Yes, like very much so. This has come to a forefront, though, in a way I feel like, Sherry, we've not seen in our careers because the whole um, platform for recruiting shifted, right? And so in the way that either people couldn't work or, um, you know, tied to unemployment benefits or safety or remote work and on-site work or, I mean, there are all these variables that created even more of a talent acquisition challenge yes. on top of what we might have been dealing with previously. Yeah. So it's like a perfect storm. Totally. Um, we were already trying to problem solve that. And then you throw all this on top of it. Uh, to your point, it just, it came to a head for sure. Right. With I think everyone in HR, right. Or any business that was looking to recruit talent. Right. Right. And companies, you know, we have found are in so many different places right now. Right. So you have companies whose businesses have really been rocked in the pandemic. Right. And they've been forced to downsize their companies and which includes, you know, I might have to let somebody in HR, a person or two go, or, you know, maybe I may not, maybe I don't have anyone anymore. Right. So now when you need to hire, you know, those frontline workers, hourly, we're entry level positions that are the most challenging to fill right now. Um, you know, you really, you, you don't have much means or ability to do it. And maybe yes. you had a recruiter on your team. Well, now that recruiter has been let go. How, how are you feeling open positions, you know, yes. in addition yes. to being a nurse and a counselor and everything else that HR has to do? Yeah, and I think to that point, too, that uh, the sources that we might have used previously that were successful in some way, Sherry, have changed, have shifted or evolved or don't exist any longer, right? Like if you were maybe posting an ad and you'd get 50 resumes, that isn't occurring anymore for a great um, number of positions. And so even that's shifted. Sourcing options that you might have had that were successful previously are not. And now we have to get... We have to get creative in a way that we've never done before with predictive modeling for positions and sourcing that talent acquisition and partnering with others and uh, and things. Um, and for every business too. I have right. no, I mean, I have no client. We have every size and every industry. There isn't anyone that's not dealing with that challenge in that their HR world or spectrum, whatever that may look like. Right. And it's especially acute, I think, in those more entry level and hourly positions. It it is absolutely acute there. And so, you know, even if you have, even if you've been fortunate that your business is good Mm -hmm. and, you know, you've got, you've got things running well, you've got a ton of hourly openings to fill. And if you've got an internal recruiter, that's all they can focus on. It's all on those hourly roles. So, you know, you better hope you don't lose a C-suite person or a manager level because there's no bandwidth left over to be able to take care of that. You know, I mean, it's, it's really challenging. And then, you know, there are other companies and yet a different situation where despite the pandemic, they're blowing the doors off, right? I mean, they are going fantastic. They've pivoted and found a new business model or just been able to take advantage of the times we're living in right now and just really are finding we need to launch a new business unit. We need to move ahead in a given area. We need to bring in new talent, but shoot, we can't do it. We don't have the bandwidth to do it internally because we're taking care of so many other things. 
Yeah, for sure. And even if you have, let's say that full-time recruiter, right. Or somebody that's normally doing that, yeah, their plates are always full, right. I've yes. sat in that seat. It's always full. You're no matter how many you have on your HR team or how few or what role they're playing, they're doing a million other things from, you know, payroll to it, to recruiting, to HR, to the handbooks, to, you know, so now with what we, with, you know, what we've dealt with in this past year, now they have everything, all, all of that on top of it. So the other thing right. I've seen with clients, that time to fill has increased significantly, right? Because they now have even less time than they had before that's to right. recruit that's or right. focus on retention. Um, right. And so that's shifted also. Even the yep. little time that they already had is now filled with the, all of the challenges of the times that we're in. It's so true. It's so true. And you know, you're, you're a solution provider like I am, right? Like you want to partner with your clients and do the very best. And you know, I had, I sat through these set these past several months thinking there's got to be something more that I can do to help my clients win and be successful despite the challenges. And you know, that's where we recently launched a new talent acquisition model, our flex talent acquisition, um, just for times like these, but Jean, you and I didn't know it at the time, but we were we did pioneers in that area when we worked together a little while ago. So, yes. um, you know, you, we tested this successfully and knew how great it would work. So, so my innovative idea was really one that, you know, was really already proven. We knew could make a difference for companies um, in, in their time of need. So, Tell, tell our listeners a little bit about the program that you and I worked on together when Kaiser was going through some pretty explosive growth. Yeah, for sure. You were ahead of your time and it was a great uh, start to something that, uh, you know, eventually was going to be involving to this time where essentially I think would become a need for a lot of businesses, right? Um, right. So we were really looking, as you know, to, to get out of that reactive mode of filling positions, uh, particularly hard to fill positions or higher level positions, and really a partner who would know us and our business model and our growth that we were going through and our core values. Because even, even with HR consulting and what I do, the more I know my client, the better I can do it. The more time I spend with them, right? And so uh, I can have, I can find solutions much more quickly when I know their culture and their people and their structure. And so um, we were looking for a partner to really change that pattern and start looking at a longer term strategy um, for that talent acquisition and to start to be more proactive. Um, And it was just, it was a great opportunity, you know, to start looking at doing something more creative that wasn't being done. And to do it successfully, because then we also were able to really look at what's forthcoming. Let's talk about that, Sherry. What does that mean? What will we need and when? And so I think not only did it help set us up for success when it came to talent acquisition, I think it helped set you as our partner up for success also. 100%. um, to be successful in the end, which ultimately is a win-win for everybody. You, Absolutely. And who we hire. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. And that long-term partnership with, with the with the flexible structure to design it however you need it. You yes. Know, do we need to partner for six months? Do we need to partner for 12 months? Are we yeah. talking about three hires? Are we talking about 10 hires? I mean, it really doesn't matter. And what are the positions? That kind of doesn't matter either. That's right. Let's figure out what your needs are and how we can meet that quickly 
shorten up time to fill with great talent and provide a savings in the process as well. I mean, it's a complete win-win on all levels. Um, And that's, I mean, we recognize that from working it successfully with you and your team at Kaiser. And that's, you know, really why we introduced the flex talent acquisition model. And I want to comment quick on that too, Sherry, because about I loved that you used the flex terminology as you rolled this model out and really formalized it because I even remember a time where you were looking to fill a position and I called and said, Sherry, I am so sorry. I have a position now that is more important, right? right. And, and you were like, good news. We can do both because we're in this longer term relationship right. or partnership. So I didn't have to start picking and choosing, oh, I'm going to use Sherry for this role, but not this role. Right. Right. Um, right. And that's what that flexibility is all about. With oh, your business. absolutely. I mean, the business model and the seats that you need could change at any time, but now more than ever. Um, so I think the title that you used was very applicable. Uh, but I, it also is the actuality of what happens when you're looking at talent, rec, you know, talent acquisition. For sure, for sure, and, and it's it's really less and less of a transactional kind of business, right? Very I mean, much, and, and that's yes. why this model makes sense because because you have to be in it as a partner for the long haul. So you know, in in the most challenging of times, like we have right now, I mean, it's important for all of us as leaders to find good partners to work with. Um, yes. Folks that we can lean on to help help us with finding creative solutions, flexible solutions, right, to help get us through and help us be successful in leading the organizations um, that we that we run today. So, yeah. um, Jean, we are so thrilled to have the opportunity to work with you and your team at Kaiser and um, come up with that flexible solution when you needed it. <laughs> it was a great partnership then, and I'm, um, you know, I'm glad for the continued partnership, and I'm really excited that you're offering this because I know certainly with the clients that I work with in the world of HR uh, consulting, you know, this is relevant. Um, it is what we are looking at for trends in the future. Uh, and it isn't, it's not necessarily anymore going to be about a want. It's going to be about a need. Yeah. Right. Really. Right. right. And, and those who can really dial in to what their clients need yeah, and deliver on yes. it as a partner, as a trusted partner are going to be the ones that succeed. And Jean, you've done a phenomenal job of that with your clients at Kaiser, a truly phenomenal job. Um, I want to stop right now and just say, listen, um, if our listeners want to get a hold of you, Jean, because I suspect some of them may want to and say, what can what can Jean do for us? How can yes. Kaiser help us with some of the challenges that we're facing right now? What's the best way for our listeners to get in touch with you, Jean? For sure. Pretty much any way they want to, but I'm here direct at Kaiser, so you can always call us here directly um, at the phone number here. Uh, which is the three, I was pulling it up because I need to know it by memory. Uh, I use my cell phone all the time, 381-3570. And I'm at extension 338, so you can dial me direct. You can also email me, which is the jbolheis uh, at the kaiseragency.com. Connect with me on LinkedIn. I love making connections there. Uh, and I would love to hear from anyone, help anyone, and actually just talk to anyone. You know, a lot of what we do is just conversations um, with HR people and or businesses that don't have HR people about solutions, right? What are their challenges and what are some opportunities and solutions for them? And guess what? Who's to help? If it's us, good news. If it's not, let's talk about who can help you on those solutions um, because we all have to take care of each other during these times. Oh my gosh. 
So true. So true. And, and I, and I have to say that is exactly who you are because you and I have become friends through this process. And I certainly sure. know that you're a trusted individual that I call when I've got a, a brainstorm or an idea or a question and you do the same. And it's great to have people like that in your camp. So I really sure. encourage our listeners to get to know you too, um, in a, in a real professional way, because you've got great insight and great learnings to share, um, about what you do. So we really, hey. really thank you. Sherry, I'm going to shoot that right back to you. It goes both ways. And I'll use an example you said earlier, and it resonated with me. And it is so true how, you know, if you're connecting with someone, whoever it may be, you're starting by asking, how are you doing? You know, you do that every single time. And that matters because ultimately it's really about the relationship and taking care of each other, right? If business comes out of that, um, that all works itself out. And I have learned that absolutely. Yeah. Um, with what's happened with the HR consulting, you know, business in the last couple of years, it is really all about taking care of each other and caring. And I love that you asked the question authentically yeah. and that matters. Yeah. Um, and those ultimately end up being the deep relationships that, um, where you really are taking care of each other. So thank you for always providing that to your friends and networks and partners and, um, your business too. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Well, again, listeners, thank you for tuning in today. We've had a fun conversation with our friend, Jean Bolheis. Jean, again, is the Chief Consulting Officer at Kaiser in Kalamazoo. And I'll be sure to reach out to her if you've got any questions about how she might be able to help you. And Jean, thanks for helping us process staying flexible, being flexible during this pandemic. We really appreciate your insights today. I'm so grateful to be here and um, for all of the partnerships and be sure to reach out to Sherry also uh, because there's a, we, she's got a good new relevant rollout um, and it's been tested and proven. So I hope that will help some people uh, as well in the future. So thank you. Thanks so much, Jean. Thank you for listening to The Welsh Wire. We hope you'll join us for the next episode. For more information, visit welshandassociates.net.